There's a party over here. There's a party over there. There's a party in your mother's yeasty pants. Fucking lobster party, baby. Guys, 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 guys. I'm here. Thursday morning. Starting bang on time. 10 a.m. up in this bitch. Fucking poor Snips, man. He puts up with some fucking look. His undercarriage is all dented and bruised, and <sighs> he puts up with. He puts up with a lot. He does. He does. But he dishes out a lot. I must say, taking him to parties, having him get off his fucking lobster tits on whatever GHB or two two C twelve GB he B GB. It, he does it all. He does it all. He never remembers any of it. He blacks out. He behaves like an arsehole. He gets handsy. Well, he gets clawy. Yeah, he gets snippy on girls and boys alike. <sighs> He's a nightmare. He's an absolute nightmare. But I love him. He's good. He's been good to me over the years. You know, he is my psycho psychic sidekick. And, you know, I love him. Guys, um, no Facebook today. First, first, first one in a while with no Facebook stream. Even though, as we will find out later, uh, that the 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 Zuck has actually reinstated the uh, Storm Area Fifty One Facebook event. So that's this is an interesting plot twist. So they did <laughs> run the whole like uh, the the whole. Oh yeah, got deleted by accident routine like you know like whenever like a vaguely controversial youtube channel comes down or fa- and then everyone's outraged and it goes back up like yeah yeah no yeah just an accident yeah i guess just a little glitch in the matrix there don't know really what happened um yeah definitely wasn't the case that someone who works there on their last day just decided to go and delete a load of channels they didn't like definitely that didn't happen no no way guys Two, episode 201 thanks for swift coming down yesterday good freaking en- good sweaty entertainment uh, i think we'll all agree and um, guys have a look at this uh, beautiful beautiful new garment that we've got incredible look at the craftsmanship on that that is a quality item uh, and and where would you get an item like that well i'll tell you guys threshold.fm that's where you would get a quality piece of apparel Attire like that. It's um, uh, it's a, a recognisable logo, although the word has been changed to lobsters. And got other bits of merch as well. Got some black t-shirts with some nice with the nice logo and stuff on. Got black hoodies as well with logo. They're all going up after the show, and you can um, particularly for the Patreon lot who've got store credits burning a hole. Burning a hole in their pockets like a burning hole after a bad uh, the morning after a bad curry. It's burning a hole, guys. It's Thursday. It's the eighth of August. I love you all. It's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, Slubby. You know it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid. That what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, YouTube and Twitch. Fuck Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Facebook is gone. Press F to pay respects if you want. If you don't want, then freaking don't. Guys, just freaking don't. Stin saying, bring back the Alex Jones intro. That's not a bad idea, actually. Uh, the, whole, the, the whole little observatory one. Oh, there's the super sharpshooter one as well. Yeah, I think it's 2001, start of a new era. You're right. You are possibly right. Could be time for a new intro. Well, it could be time for a rejigged intro. Certainly change the um, change some of the videos. Guys, look, we're here. We're doing our best. News, what have we got? Luxembourg becomes first European country to legalise the herb. So I guess what? Holland just, it was decriminalised? Uh, Luxembourg has led the way in Europe, becoming the first country to legalise the use and production of cannabis. South Minister has called on other countries on the continent to do the same. Uh, Etina Schneider told Politico, the drug policy we had over the last 50 years didn't work. Forbidding everything made uh, it just more interesting to young people. I'm hoping all of us will get a more open-minded attitude towards drugs. Well, would you, Adam and Eve, it? Someone, someone actually talking reasonably about drugs. Insanity. I mean, how, Luxembourg is recent. Pff, it's not a million miles from Switzerland. And they, they, they seem to have a pretty, pretty decent handle on it. Well, anyway, we can get into into that a little bit more in a bit. Danny, Danny, Danny Trejo, 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 Danny Chip Machete. Machete is a real life hero as he saves baby from overturned car. Can, I mean, if you if you got to pick your guardian angel, if if you if you were ever offered that choice. God damn, you know it would be Machete. Imagine you're just in any sort of a pickle, and then this motherfucker turns up, <laughs> bare-chested, bare-chested, but with a waistcoat, but bare-chest underneath. Waistcoat is obviously open. He's probably got a machete in each hand. And, um, you know, maybe you've got into a bar fight. Maybe someone sold you some duff pills, and you ain't happy about it. And uh, out of nowhere, he just rocks up. Starts telling people they fuck with the wrong Mexican, and <laughs> shit gets wild. Uh, Danny, Danny Trejo, Trejo, I'm going to go with Trejo. Trejo, Trejo, I'm going to go with Trejo. Danny Trejo is a real-life superhero after saving a baby from a car wreck. The machete star has been praised as a hero after he and the young woman got a baby out of an overturned car in Los Angeles. 75-year-old happened to be in the uh, Silmar neighborhood of Los Angeles when a driver allegedly ran a red light on Hubbard Street and Jackman Avenue. Oh, he's got his shirt off in the news report as well. Oh, God bless him. He's the best. He is the freaking best. Let's get him up. Uh, where are we? And did we? Oh, do not mess me around. No, no, no. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, here he is, Machete. He is a Mexican, not a Mexicant. I think we can all agree on that. He was panicked and I said, okay, we have to use our superpowers. <laughs> so he screamed, superpowers, and we started like yelling superpowers. And, and uh, I said, do this, do the muscles, and he's muscles. And, and, uh, and so we got kind of like a, a bond, I guess. He was okay, but, but I just I, I kept facing him away from the accident. Uh, why is there only a tiny little clip? I want, I want, a, I want more. I want more machete. Who is this? Hello. Go away. Uh, anyway, the footage obtained by ABC7, the actor explained, uh, what I saw was a lady ran a red light and crashed into that Explorer, flipped it over, and there was a baby inside and a grandma. 
A young lady had to crawl through the window. I crawled in and I couldn't get the baby out. I couldn't unbuckle the seatbelt. So she got in and undid the seatbelt and I pulled the baby out the other side. The young lady in question is Martha Jackson, who urged drivers to pay attention. Uh... Thankfully, nobody was seriously injured, with three people taken to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, Danny shared the interview on ABC, uh, with ABC to his Instagram account and wrote, I helped rescue a baby after a driver ran a red light, causing a two-car crash in Selma. He is about four foot tall in real life. Like, seriously, he is very small. Um, he's like Dog the Bounty Hunter or Joe Rogan. Like, they're full fucking tiny in real life. But when you only really see them on screen, they look enormous. Nick Cannon commented calling the Breaking Bad and Spy Kids star. Really? Spy Kids? That's the reference you're going to use for him. Okay. Uh, it's called him a true hero. One of those filed in calling uh, Treo a legend and a legit and legit a good boy. He is a good boy. I love that he's wearing a Trejo, uh, Trejo's Tacos uh, hat as well in the interview. Um, it's Taco Tuesday every day of the week, motherfucker. Uh, and when asked by ABC why he stepped in to help the accident, the actor said, Every, everything good that has happened to me has happened as a direct result of helping someone else. Cute. Legend of the week. Trejo, dad of two, is better known for playing Machete in Spy Kids. What? Uh, he plays Machete in Spy Kids. Grindhouse and Machete. What? As well as his work in numerous other Robert Rodriguez films, Con Air and Heat. And Dust Till Dawn. Come on, don't leave out one of the best. God, Jesus, Dust Till Dawn. That is a uh, that is a real dumpster fire of a film. It's really good until sort of until the vampires get... He's still a good film. I do like it. it it's sort of... But it's like a... Wow, this is a great new Tarantino film. Until suddenly, ah, oh, vampires! What's going on here? Come on, have you got the the? Um, let's let's just have a little bit of a uh, bit of machete worship for um. It's the uh, duster. It's the scene when they when they arrive at the bar uh, till dawn. Nightcore uh, night. Where is he when he's doing the speech outside the, uh, where's, yeah, we go. Yeah, the titty twister. Ah, they don't make him like this anymore. Danny Trow, is it? I remembered that wrong. Pussy, 
Chicken pussy, come on, you want pussy? Come on in, pussy lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pussy lovers. Yeah, man, I'm about that formaldehyde pussy. That's the one I'm interested in. And the snapping pussy, obviously. And, of course, if we can get into Area 51, we're getting that alien pussy, baby girls and baby boys. That's where we're going. That's what we're getting. Right, she throws. what are we doing? What are we talking about? Where are we? What what on earth is going on? And new break uh, bit, which is a bit of a Saturday night special. Got a few Saturday night specials in here. Bensley bit called Trillium, which is... A certified Saturday night special and it's about eight minutes long imagine that for a modern day drum and bass record uh, another Malux bit uh, new Galaxy bit new Eni and Jakes and Bass Tripper what's that called Noodle Bar yeah loads of bits man loads of bits let's have this Malux uh, little number it's called Aquatic I'm a fan <laughs>
This is Aquatic by Malux. just inhaling imbibing almost in a way that outro lovely really liked it a little little sort of sort of sort of eastern refrain just come in just 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 have that again little little nip of the Battlestar Galactica about that one oh Malux naughty boy Bad boy on your rug, guys. Um, this is a, a fun one here. Um, this sort of, I feel like this in some way goes in line with the whole wedgie, uh, thing from yesterday. Uh, woman finds weird note on her car asking for her used knickers. Okay. Um, this is Tess uh, doing a good impression of um, one of Jim's ex-girlfriends. Um, a woman says she no longer feels safe after finding a message on her car from a stranger offering cash for her panties. Oh, man, panties has got to be one of the worst words out there. It just, just makes me feel a bit sick, even saying it. Tess, scorer, 29. I mean, who uses the word? Like, I feel like it's, I don't know, it smacks a dapper laughs, doesn't it? Him saying, moist. Moist panties. Ah. Tess, uh, scorer, 29, says she found the note creepy after returning uh, to her vehicle at uh, Nudgy Beach in Brisbane, Australia. Well, you're correct. It is creepy. Uh, The message, uh, which was shoved under her windscreen wiper, said, Hello! I think your... Incorrect use of your... That should be... uh, Alright, um, you're very attractive. Uh, if you're interested, I would like to pay your cash for your panties. I'll meet you on the side of the road uh, back to town. Just pull over. I'll find you. Uh, Tess she was disturbed. Tess said she was disturbed uh, at the thought that someone had been watching her and warned others to be aware of their surroundings. She said, "I'd only been gone for twenty to thirty minutes. As soon as I got back, I noticed the piece of paper sticking out from under the windscreen wiper." Yeah, there it is. Hello, I think you're very attractive. If you're interested, I would like to pay you cash for your panties. Man, that's so gross. Uh, I thought it was a ticket, or maybe someone had knocked my car and left a note. But then I read it and it really grossed me out. It was not what I was expecting. Anyway, I was keen to make a pound note. So I pulled over and charged him £50. And I've now set up a regular subscription service with him where I send him three pairs a week in exchange for £100. I'm thinking of expanding the business uh, and 
I would offer it. I would offer the advice to any young ladies with sweaty pants out there that don't let your sweaty pants go to waste. They are va- a valuable commodity in today's hyper-capitalist economy. Uh, you can set up easily a Etsy store full to the brim of soiled undies, sweaty undies, moist panties, yeasty panties, smelly panties, black panties, wide panties. See, that's a callback to Dust Till Dawn. Do you get it? Come on. Callback to Cheech out there. Not Danny, not, not Machete, it was Cheech. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, I go there all the time by myself, and now I'm getting this weird note. I don't know uh, if someone has been watching me for a while. Who knows? Hey, um, guys... Listen, guys, I defend the guys quite often. Not defending this guy. What the fuck, man? Who, who, like, what kind of arsehole do you have to be to um, leave a note like that? I uh, was was involved in a very strange incident when I was about 18 in Buddies in Brighton. Me and two female friends had been to a rave. We'd been to Meltdown at the beach. It was the beach club back then, not Coalition. And we were in Buddies with a whole group of randos that we'd all been taking drugs with. And it ended up in Buddies. It was about five or six in the morning. We'd have been on the beach for a bit. We'd gone there to get... I don't think I was eating, but nevertheless, we'd probably gone there to get more drinks. And I sat there with the two, uh, my two female friends. There was a whole load of all randos. Everyone's all having a nice time. It's all being very nice. And then... About, I don't know, towards the end, some dude came over and he sort of looked like a stereotypical, like, long-distance lorry driver sort of look. Fat guy, old, probably late 50s, grubby-looking beard, just um, didn't look good. And anyway, he had a little folded-up note and he passed it to my one of my female friends. And uh, she opened it up and it said, Hi, my name is jeff or whatever i like fishing and this and this and this and this and like a little stuff about his life i have a room available at my flat to rent maybe you would like to rent it um here's my number give me a call and we were all like what the fuck like just super fucking weird and then we were all like people started getting aggy about it and sort of eyeballing him and then he came over again and he was like, hey guys, I didn't mean to cause any offence, but I do actually have a room available. So, you know, my number's on the paper if you would like to call me. Uh, at that point, a lot of the uh, older men that were at the table, because there was, there was quite a, a sort of range, um, got up and things got a bit bit digy and he was sort of chased him off basically but what the fuck like there was like i don't know maybe 20 of us sat around this table and he decides to single out a girl like in complete public in front of all of these people and go and give her a note like so creepy horrible little note like oh yeah i like fishing and going for walks and watching films and maybe you'd like to come and live with me what the fucking what kind of lunatic would do that and then also like so brazenly in front of in front of an entire restaurant full of people. I just absolutely mad. We, I mean, I was just off my tits at the time. I really, hadn't really quite t- twigged on to what I was going on. I was about I was three or four deep. Um, but yeah, weird. Just, I wonder what ever became of him. I wonder whether he, not, he ever found a tenant for his room. I hope not. I really hope not. Anyway, back to this lad who's after the panties, the moist panties, the yeasty panties. Oh, God. Uh, uh, I uh, at first I kind of brushed it off, 
But the more I thought about it and read the note, I realised I should do something about that. Um, you could, uh, you could. I decided to report it to the police as this person could be a predator, and the next person they see might not be so lucky to just get a note. That seems like a reasonable thing to do. Uh, uh, I just went, uh, just want to get the warning out there for people to be aware of what is happening around them. Uh, there she is. She's got sort of shiny head thing there. She's got a glittery head. Don't know if that's a medical condition or what the situation with that is, but there does appear to be, I guess, maybe LED light bulbs in her forehead and hair. That's fine, though. You know, that's that's her right as an Australian. There were loads of females walking by themselves and little kids playing around the area. This weirdo might get angry and then decide to grab the next person they see and put them in a car and pull them into a bush. Uh, I don't know what was going through their head, but they obviously had the courage and effort to write the letter to me. Uh, makes me wonder if they've done it before. You should be flat, babe. Yeah, some girls out there don't get weirdos putting notes on their on their cars saying they want to buy their panties. Yeah, take as a compliment, babe. Tessa <laughs> um, said she would continue jogging at the beach, uh, armed to the teeth. Um, yeah, that's rough, man. Uh, don't be leaving fucking creepy weird notes for lasses. Look, there's plenty of dirty panties available online. I can I can offer you some recommendations if you want. Slide into my DMs, you know. Um, you just, just come on, guys. Come on, come on, guys. Um, what else have we got? Let's finish off this Luxembourg uh, situation. Anyway, Luxembourg becomes first European country to legalize the herb. Bit of fun. Um, so what's the situation? They're just going to be. Is it just going to be open season? People who are over the age of eighteen will be able to buy the drug to use within two years. Oh, it's not just straight away. Uh, while those between twelve and seventeen of age would be okay to possess five grams or less. Right, twelve-year-olds are just going to be getting absolutely razzed. Those who break the generous law, though, will be hit with harsher penalties under the proposal. Production and sale of cannabis will be regulated by the state, which means they will tax it with the money expected to go towards drug education and addiction help. It's almost as if that's a really good idea. Oh, it is a really good idea. Uh, hoping to make sure that it doesn't become the con- uh, a country of drug tourism, the rule will probably include a ban on people who aren't from the country, and also on home production. Although you might immediately think of the Netherlands as the place with the most relaxed attitude to drugs, it actually isn't fully legal there, despite what you might think. The country has a tolerance policy known as... I think that's how you pronounce that word. Dutch accent. Uh, which means uh, they take a common sense approach to the use of the drug. It's technically illegal to possess, use and sell, but the police allow licensed coffee shops to sell cannabis and also to keep 500 grams on site at any time. The police turn a blind eye to those in possession of 5 grams or less. However, because it is, it's still illegal to produce it, coffee shops usually have to do business with criminal gangs to actually source it. I did not know that. In the UK, it's been illegal to possess grown cannabis since 1928. People caught with it can face up to five years in prison, a fine or both. But some police forces have said that they won't target users who are clearly not intending to sell it or are in possession of less than an ounce. You get a warning or a fine. The first country in the world to legalise cannabis was Uruguay uh, in 2013, with Canada following suit in 2018. It is baffling that it's not just legal everywhere. I mean, even as someone who doesn't smoke the herb, I mean, it's I'm still baffled by it. Um, 
guys, let's have another little. Should we have this? Let's have this Benzy uh, bit. It's a, it's a, it's a proper Saturday night special. That's seven minutes and ten seconds long. Whew. Are we going to get to the outro? Is such a thing possible in this day and age? In this age of TikTok and Instagram stories? Can we make it all the way through a seven minute long record? Seems unlikely. But hey, we're gonna we're, we're about to find out. asked when is when is whiskey and memes now that i've got two bottles of whiskey to get through well i had said that i would start whiskey and memes when we got to 100 patrons on patreon we were only about three away although sadly the new month has come around and uh, there's been a few non-payers so we're down to 92 now um, so we'll see taking myself off Facebook is probably not going to help so listen guys if you want to support the show please share the YouTube uh, link now that I'm not going to do Facebook live streams anymore because fuck Facebook etc I'm probably shooting myself in the foot deleted my Twitter account not going to stream on Facebook anymore <laughs> I'm fucking dumb I'm just imagining if I had a marketing department they'd just have their head in their hands Lovely bit of kit. Two and a half minutes of intro. Could have listened to Old Town Road twice. <laughs>
So yeah, if you want, if you want to support the show, share that YouTube link or share the podcast. Podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, any place you get your casts, A and E, wherever you buy your soiled panties. <laughs> How about a new show? Instead of whiskey and memes, it's just an hour-long show of me just saying panties over and over again until everyone is in in tears. That would be great. so much hate for trance wars in the chat chode i just i mean freedom of speech and everything but i'm i might i might have to clamp down on anti-trance wars speech <laughs> that's trillium by bensley oh. classy outro as well man that was a bit of fun look Vocal just coming in at the end there for the halftime section. Fucking good boy. Uh, will there be more trance wars? Well, I have just joined a new co-working space in Brighton. As of yet, I've not seen any big-name DJs there from the world of the trance or from any other genres of music. But I'm going to go there later, later today. We'll see. There's no bar there, uh, though, so I don't know how that will affect it. I don't know where I'm going to get my lager tops from. It's a bit more of a, it's a bit more of a sort of black Americano situation there. Black Americano, and I heat up my lunch in the microwave. It's that bit more of that sort of vibe than lager top and um, 
a vegan cheese pizza or whatever they've got on as the special that, that day. So I don't know whether or not there are going to be any trance DJs there. I don't know if there'll be anyone there from the deep house scene. It's possible. It's got more of a deep house vibe to it. I'm thinking, um, you never know. You might find DJ Tennis hanging out there. You might find Tales of Us. They could be there. Dixon might be hanging out there just... I don't know, running his Etsy account. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Um, Guys, uh, what have we got here? No. Wow. Okay, uh, we've reached peak uh, Jeff Parsons here. Solar-powered Hyundai could save you £125 each year on petrol. Wow. Wee. Jesus Christ, with a saving like that, I cannot believe that every man, woman and beast is not currently hot-footing it out of their place of work to the latest, to the local Hyundai dealership. £125 a year saving on petrol. Fuck my old boots, Granny Moggins. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. Jeff Parsons, who brought us such news articles as how I learned to love my earpods about the tough, the, the sort of steep hill he had to climb to go from finding earpod, AirPods a bit annoying to really just getting to love them, really overcoming the stigma surrounding them, to be able to feel comfortable enough in his own skin as a middle class white man to wear airpods in public and not fucking hate himself and i commend him on overcoming that because if i wore airpods in public i would hate myself i would think what has happened in my life that i am at the point whereby i'm ordering a strawberry unicorn mocha soy frappa latte chino in starbucks and i am talking to the barista while still having my airpods in my ears if i uh, and i've parked my electric micro scooter outside if i suddenly found myself at that point in my life i would fucking hate myself but jeff parsons he managed to come to terms with it. He came to terms with just how ugly and unpleasant his life had become. Just how fucking riddled with sin, depravity, and just pointless consumerism. And he got over that. And I commend him. It's not something I could do. It's not something I would want to do. Personally, I would just try and live a more rich, fulfilled life that wasn't dogged by... Um, any more than the 17 or 18 Apple products I currently own. You know, I and, and and I've chosen a different brand of headphone, also owned by Apple, but not quite as obnoxious, only marginally as obnoxious. And yeah, it still makes me hate myself a little, but not as much as ordering a Mocha Frappa Chino Unicorn uh, Latte um, uh, Flatty while wearing AirPods. And not taking them out. Just going like this. Yeah, could I get a grand, a grande soy latte enema? 
I'd like that in a bag, and I'd like you to pump it directly into my hairy, unbleached anus in front of the rest of the shop. And then I'm just going to shart it. I'm going to shart it all over um, this t- family of tourists um, just to welcome them to the UK, to give them a little a little something to, to remember this fine, this fine liberal democracy uh, that we have here, just that they can remember me. Uh, prolapsing my colon in front of an entire Starbucks full of people. And um, I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with it. I'm, 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 a, I'm an actualized human being. I have ascended the um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I'm sat at the top like uh, an evolved ape on his high rock, having stolen man's red fire, and is working out how to um, use it uh, to pleasure himself, and that's fine, and I'm okay with that now. I, I'm 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 fine with it. If you're not fine with it, that's your problem. If you don't want to watch my rectal prolapse in a Starbucks, um, just pepper peppering immigrant families with um, Todd, then that's your problem. And if you want to complain about it on Twitter, yes, that's your right. But I I I, I suggest you don't. Solar-powered Hyundai could save you £125 each year, Jeff Parsons writes, for the Metro. Hyundai has revealed a new car with a solar panel for a roof. Uh, The South Korean car maker uh, claims the new Sontana can generate up to 60% of its power from that giant ball of fire in the sky. Let's find out about this saving, because, wow, £125 a year. You'd have to suck a lot of dicks to make £125 a year, um, to, if, if that's how you're making your money, to buy your petrol. And so you will be pretty pleased with this saving after you've bought your, I don't know, thirty or £40,000 Hyundai. It means, the company says, you could manage 800 miles a year with that extra energy. Metro.co.uk plug this number into a fuel economy calculator. Fucking cheers for doing that for me, Parsons. Wow, you've really you saved me a couple of minutes there, mate. Uh, for some back of the napkin maths, and found that 28 miles per gallon, the efficiency of a 2018 2.4 litre petrol Santana, you'd end up saving 125 pounds and 86 pence every year on petrol money. Could you fucking imagine? And what would you do with that cash? That's yours. That £125.86, that's your money. You can do what you want with that. You can spend that on nipple clamps and soiled panties from Etsy. Yeah, you could. You could take those soiled panties and you could choke yourself to death with them whilst having an affixy wank. Yeah, that's what you could do with that £125 uh, saving, Parsons, and I suggest you do that. That's my suggestion for you. You don't have to do it. I'm not saying... I'm just putting that... I'm just floating that out there as an option. You know? You could choose to spend that money on... On Xanax. From a part-time SoundCloud rapper on Instagram. You could buy prescription painkillers from someone on Instagram. And you could take them whilst attempting to start a music career on TikTok. That'd be another option. That would be... a could potentially be a smart investment of that £125.86 that you saved on petrol by buying this new Hyundai that generates energy from the giant ball of fire in the sky, as you so eloquently put it in your second paragraph of this 
journalism that is undoubtedly not an advert paid for by Hyundai. Two-bit Metro hack. Um, guys, here is Pay the Cost. Imagine that. By Eni and Jakes. Make of it what you will. Fucking Parsons, man. I swear to God. Eni. Jakes. This technology allows our customers to actively tackle the emissions issue. Go fuck yourself. John Anderson, you beast. Thank you, sir. See your soft, your wash, the weak is played out. You think you can defeat the undefeated, better stay down. The serious sound, the man that do it, not a playground. Play the game, play your part, we don't play sound. Up the decibels and keep them high, you better stay loud. Break out, told the line, kick it in, take out. New ground, broken style, we make them lay down. Fight to the play, watch face, this is the shakedown. Reverb on that snare is fucking nice. Hey, so good ideas in the chat. Yeah, maybe it should just be a show of me sniffing uh, soiled uh, panties. <laughs> I trigger myself whenever I say it. Yeah, people can send them in. Probably with well, PO box address is probably probably a smart one on that. Uh, Jake Manley says, point of personal privilege, uh, unbleached is nature's crust. Yes. That is bold and brave and beautiful. Bear witness, the prof talking Kalashnikov. The teachers in the class prediction set this off. There's a lesson to be learned and that's respect the boss. Rule bigger than men waiting for kings to cross. Colder than winter frost, fire than winter shots. Normal flip the script when you connect the dots. Sub-zero strike, I better take the loss It's the nail called the piper, can you pay the cost? Jake's a class act as ever on this Guys, at 11, 
we're going to run the Threshold All-Stars mix. Ooh. It's like a drum and bass relay race. It's fun for all the family, even if you are being sprayed by hot steaming Todd coming out of Jeff Parsons' unbleached anus. Even if... Pay the cost by Eni and Jakes. I'll, I'll have that one. Yep, it's fine. I'll take it. Put me a receipt in the post. Um, Facebook relaunches bid to lead 2 million people on a mission to storm Area 51. That's a misleading headline from Jasper Hamill. Um, Facebook has reinstated a page which is hoping to organise an invasion of the top secret military research base, Area 51. Social network removed an event calling on ordinary people to storm the facility and see them aliens. Uh, now it claimed the decision was a mistake and relaunched the page. Uh, okay, let's see where this mistake leads. Uh, at least to the BBC. Okay, let's, uh, let's go with the BBC. Uh, Facebook briefly removes Area 51 event by accident. A Facebook page encouraging people to storm Area 51. Uh, Air Force Base was removed by the social network at the weekend, but has now been reinstated. It was removed by mistake, a spokeswoman for Facebook said. The Facebook page's creator has received a message on Saturday saying the event broke Facebook's community standards. Two million people have indicated they will attend, but the US Air Force Base has warned people not to go near the base. What happened with the event? It disappeared a couple of days ago and is now back, wrote one Facebook user on the reinstated Area 51 page. Well, hot take. Area 51 has long been the focus of conspiracy theories that allege the base conceals information on alien life and technology. People are keen to break in and clap them alien cheeks. Get some of that green, green pussy. Uh, while there is no proof of this, there are many fans of the theory, uh, and this has made Area 51 an iconic location in alien-themed popular culture. Uh, I did like Joe Rogan in the Bernie Sanders podcast, just keeping it real at the end by like, listen, Bernie... <laughs> If you get in and you find out about them aliens, you're going to let us know? <laughs> Come on, buddy. you got to let us know. Um, i send them all to the gulag. Um, Facebook has been flooded with jokes. That was a dreadful Bernie Sanders impression. Um, I don't know if I've ever done a Bernie Sanders impression. Socialism! <laughs> we'll send the aliens to the gulag. We'll send them to the gulag. Um... The Facebook page has been flooded with jokes and memes about aliens since its creation, but jokes about going through with the plan to storm the base have already drawn a frosty response from the US military. Area 51 is an open training range for the US Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area while we train American armed forces, a spokeswoman for the US Air Force told the Washington Post in July. The real Area 51 is officially known as Homey Airport, and is north of Las Vegas in the state of Nevada. It's close to the public and patrolled by armed guards and flying into airspace uh, above uh, the base is restricted. Okie dokie. Um, well, I wonder what... Was there any other absolute bollocks from Parsons? Um, earlier this week, Matthew Roberts, organiser of the stunt, posted Facebook's takedown notice along with the words, What the 
Freck. Uh, when it gets to the community standards, yada, 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 they can't stop us all. Yada, 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 clap them alien cheeks. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Um, McDonald's clown robber tasered by police who popped in for coffee. Okay, this sounds good. Uh, a suspected armed robber in a clown mask, potentially may or may not be twisted individual, was tasered by police officers when they popped in for a coffee as he allegedly tried to hold up McDonald's. Uh, West Midlands Police uh, said that two of its officers were heading inside when they were met by fleeing customers yelling, He's got a knife! As the response officers entered, they were greeted with the sight of a masked man holding a kitchen knife, threatening staff and demanding they hand over cash. 41-year-old man was tasered at the scene and arrested on suspicion of armed robbery. Oh, here we go. The Force's Force's response account later tweeted, tweeted, Oh, tweeted, tweeted, uh, details of the incident, ending their post with hashtag what a clown. <clears throat> really, really grinds my gears, really, really boils my balls. What was one of, there was one that someone posted in the Threshold Lobster Crew Facebook group that was a sassy social media post um, shaming a man they had arrested for possession of weed because he was driving a car that had a personalised number plate that said weed. Now, that quite beautifully encompasses two coffee and memes memes, the sassy social media posts of the police, and riding dirty, (laughs) getting caught riding dirty by doing something stupid, i.e. having a weed-themed personal number plate and getting arrested for weed. It's life imitating art, ladies and gents. It's life imitating art. Um, are we on for this uh, threshold uh, all stars mix? Yeah, is it uploaded? Is it locked in? Is it? Do we have a a full clip as well as one in the chamber? You goddamn right we do, baby boys and baby girls. Never, never forget about the one in the chamber. Um, guys, thank you for listening. I'll be back at three o'clock um, for Rankins Records. That will again only be on threshold and on uh youtube uh facebook afi dead i believe is the um uh I, I believe is the correct terminology for it um guys patreon lot thank you enormously you are wonderful folk let me get the list up now and merchandise there will be merch up after the show i'll post it in the discord i'll post it in the facebook group i'll post it through your mum's letterbox with attention, uh, the homeowner uh, written on it. I will kin kin post it. All right, guys. Um, yeah. So Patreon lot. Thank you very much. Also tonight, me and Jim are coming in with the first of new series. I guess kind of of a sort of luxury version of Ranking Radio. So Ranking Radio fans, it will be back. Just podcast only. This will be. There'll be no live show. Um, so that will be up on the podcast tomorrow. There's also going to be. Uh, some details of how you can support that wild endeavour as well, if you uh, if you so wish. Uh, but guys, Patreon lot. Uh, iti bata bobo bam bam. Where are we?
There we go. VIP list. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Robin Carr, Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R., Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potcom, Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J., Richard Patson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Ballard, Jerome Van Thunderbolt, Mike Pye, Lily Ansar, Richard Franks, Thomas Hallchode, Ryder, Andrew Heischerbeck, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grieve Cooper, Gendel Lightfield, Gr- James Parry, Hender Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Lynn, the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with the ISTDs. Uh, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Torrin Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Sightrans, actually superior to drum and bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Chris Brakes, The Bill, Chris Abartheson, Odin Bass, Lee Fuller D, Daniel Jemby, Flaxis, Alexander, Cassidy, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, Cosmic Waft, Meatloaf, Mick Brock, Mustang Philly, Robin Card, uh, Sam House, Hugh Danner, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmuffs, Eltec, Will A, Ben Virgo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Salazar. Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, is George DC, Anthony Sharp and Claudio loves me. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you want to support the shows, the show in other ways other than just giving money for nothing, uh, you are... It's not for nothing. You know it's not for nothing. You know it's to support the cause. But if you um, if you want an actual physical product in exchange for your cash, there there will be... There are still some Lobster Death Cult t-shirts left. There will also be some Threshold, just like uh, nice logo ones on black. There are uh, 20 or so of these Lobster uh, t-shirts. And there will also be, I think there's only 10 or 9, now I've taken one, hoodies. Black hoodies, white logo, all the pics and everything will be up on the store in, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. That seems reasonable. Uh, Until then and until 3 o'clock later for Rankins Records, enjoy the first... Uh, the first Threshold All-Stars mix has got I'm on it, Squiff's on it, The Build's on it, uh, Matic is on it, D's on it, Stranger's on it. I can't... I, come on, I'm doing this off the top of my head, man. There are other people on it. Chode's on it. I can't, I can't remember everyone, I'm sorry. But it's all explained in the intro. Um, look, I love you guys. I'll see you later. Uh, stay out of trouble. God bless you.